Cactus Island, a Stan Turner Mystery, by William Manchie. Chapter 1. Referral. It is said that a good lawyer doesn't have to advertise. If he's competent and treats his clients fairly and honestly, he'll get all the business he could ever handle from referrals. I liked this concept because advertising was expensive and demeaning. In my years as an attorney, I'd never spent a nickel on advertising, and I was proud of that fact. But when I started law practice, I never expected to get referrals from the CIA. It was the last Saturday in May 1990 when I was advised that another referral was coming my way from the agency. Our third son, Peter, was a member of the Travis High School debate team and had just made it to the state finals. Peter had won all three of his debates and ranked third among all the debaters. What was most surprising about this was that he was only in the ninth grade and one of the youngest participants in the tournament. To celebrate the victory, we stopped at Chili's on the way home. There were eight of us, Rebecca and I, Reggie, Mark, Peter, Marcia, and Rebecca's parents, Sylvia and Howard James. Mark was feeling a little down, as he had been on the same debate team for two years, and his team hadn't ever come close to winning the state championship. Marcia, being the youngest, was jealous as usual. She couldn't stand it when her brothers got to do things that she couldn't do. Reggie was oblivious to the entire matter, as he had never been a debater. We almost made it to the finals once, Mark said. We would have if our coach hadn't been so pathetic. What was wrong with Mr. Johnson? Rebecca asked. He was a moron, Mark replied. All he was interested in was flirting with the cute girls in the class. Don't call your teacher a moron, I said, stifling a laugh. What do you mean by flirting? Rebecca asked. If the girls asked for help on their research, he'd be all over it. But if one of the guys asked, he'd tell us to figure it out for ourselves. Hmm, that's not so unusual, I replied. Men tend to lose their focus when there's a pretty girl around. Yes, your father knows all about that, Rebecca noted. I frowned at her. She was referring to my weakness for pretty women that had gotten me into trouble on a few occasions. That was a thing of the past, but Rebecca couldn't resist reminding me of it from time to time. I'm going to be on the debate team, and I bet we go to state, Marcia said. I bet you will, Peter said. It's not that easy, Mark snapped. You have to do lots of research and practice all the time. Well, I will. Don't worry. I'll do whatever it takes, Marcia replied. But it's not just you. The whole team's got to be good. It's so frustrating sometimes. Okay, okay. No more arguing, I said. Tonight we are celebrating Peter's victory. You did very well tonight, Peter. Your mother and I are very proud of you. Well, it wasn't just me. Like Mark says, the whole team had to do well for us to win. You were the best, though, Marcia said, smiling broadly. Thank you, sis. When you go out for the team next year, I'll give you some pointers. Oh, cool, thanks. Mark shook his head. I think I'm going to throw up. I started to laugh, but was interrupted by my cell phone. Hello. Stan? Yes. This is Mo. Oh, hi, I said, somewhat startled. It was unusual for Mo to call me. Usually I called him at an answering service, and then he'd call me back. Mo was a CIA operative whom I'd worked with for several years. We first met when he came to me to file bankruptcy. When the case was over, he said the agency was so impressed with the job I'd done for him that they were going to refer me more business. He also indicated if I ever needed help on anything just to give him a call. It took a while for me to understand what Mo was talking about. I couldn't figure out what agency he was talking about. Then it hit me. He worked for the CIA. 
and they were apparently funding some of their covert operations on credit and then having their agents file bankruptcy. It seemed so bizarre I finally decided Mo had just been messing with me and forgot about it. A year or two later I was defending a young girl accused of killing her baby. It was a pretty difficult case because my client, Sarah Winters, didn't remember giving birth and had no clue what had happened to her baby. To complicate matters, there had been threats against me and my family. They'd even poisoned our dog. Being desperate to find out who was behind these threats, I called Mo for help. I wasn't sure he was really a CIA agent, or if he was, that he'd remember his offer to help me, but he did and said he was glad I'd called. I've got the information you wanted. Oh, that was fast. Well, you said you were in a hurry. I was. Thank you. One of my clients was getting ready to sign a contract with a Chinese company for a road construction project. They were a little concerned about the company they were dealing with and asked me to check them out. They'd heard horror stories of contractors going to China and not being paid.